0: With temptation all around us today, it's almost impossible to avoid the clutches of sin. Welcome to the Transformative Duff. Today we are on page 17, Duff Yud My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. And today we learn a secret formula from the Talmud as to how to avoid sin by saying yes to the Eight Sahara. Welcome to the Transformative Duff and thank you for being my Chavarisa today. I like to begin with a story. The Vellnagon would often call upon the Dubna Maggid and ask him to give him Musar On one such occasion, the Maggid responded with the following parable. A fellow bought a goat for milk, but the goat would not produce any milk. So he takes it back to the farmer who sold it to him and asks for a refund. Did you try milking the goat? Asked the farmer. Yes, of course, replied the man. Did you feed it first? Continued the farmer. No, came the confused response. Was I meant to? Young man, said the farmer, if you don't feed the goat, how can you expect it to produce any milk? The Dubna Maggit concluded his parable and turned to the Vilna Gaon. Rabbi, I would love to give you musa, but first you must give me some Tara. The Vil- Vilna Gaon obliged and the maggot in turn shared some words of musa with him. He got up to leave but then stopped. Is everything all right? asked the Gaon. Yes, I'm just waiting for you to pay me for my services, replied the Maggit, with a bracha that is. What Bracha would you like me to bless you with? inquired the Gon. I would like you to bless me with your Yetsahara Your evil inclination, said the Maggid. After all, he thought to himself, with everything the Gon has accomplished in his life, he must have very little internal struggle to contend with. What could his Yetsahara tell him already? Sleep for two hours and ten minutes instead of just two hours a night? The Vilna Gon rose from his chair in a state of rapture and declared, God forbid My Yetzirah is the last thing you want. May Hashem save you. My Yetzirah burns like a fire. Let's look at today's Gemara. Rabbi Eli says, If a person sees that his Yetzirah is overpowering him, he should go to a place where he is not known. He should don black clothing and he should wrap his head in black. He should then do as his heart desires and not desecrate the name of heaven in public. Says Rashi, and my teacher said to us in the name of Rev Hygon that the meaning of doing what his heart desires is that most certainly once he has donned b- black clothing, I guarantee that he will no longer desire to sin. Let's analyze the Gemara. The Torah declares, Behold, I have set before you today life and prosperity, death and adversity. Choose life. The Almighty endowed within each of us two inclinations. The Yetzirah steers us in the direction of the serfs of heaven, while the Yetzirah seeks to entice us to sin. The divine gift of free choice means that each inclination has the ability to overpower the other in the battle over a person's thoughts and behavior. He's given us free choice, but made it clear which path he'd like us to choose. Hashem wants us to choose life. So at those times when the Yetzirah's power seems to be on the rise, what do you do? Rabbi Elayi offers some extraordinary but quite logical advice. None of us really wants to be led astray by the Yetzirah. We want to choose life and follow the Yetzirah guidance. Sometimes, however, the Yetzirah's pressure is just too great, and in the heat of the moment we commit a crime of passion. How do you avoid an impetuous sin? You prepare for it. Think about the difference between first-degree and second-degree crimes. One is premeditated, and therefore the culpability to commit a first-degree crime entails significant effort and intentionality, not to mention the active suppression of the pleas of the Yetzir Tov, who will strive valiantly to stop the wrongdoing. And so Rabbi Elaya offers advice to those who feel overwhelmed by the cunning wiles of the Yetzir Remove the tension and respond with, yes, I'll eat that cheeseburger. But in order to do it properly, the is going to need the right preparation. Let's get dressed up for the occasion in all black. That's to contrast it with holy occasions when we wear white. We'll then travel to some exotic location to enjoy the sinful experience to its fullest extent without the constant worry that someone might be watching. How does that sound, dear Yitzhakara? Rav Haigon contends that by the time you've gone to all that effort and made all that preparation for the sin you'll have provided ample opportunity for the Yetzir Tov to dissuade you from your premeditated sin. The passion will have died down and you'll ask yourself how you were ever able to consider such behavior to begin with. Rabbi Elias' advice is critical in our times as the overpowering temptations of the Yetzirah appear before our eyes on a daily basis. When the wrong choice in life requires little more than the click of a mouse button, it's easy to fall prey to the clutches of the Yetzirah. But when we take the advice of Rebbe Eli, it becomes considerably more difficult for the Sahara to do his job. When his urging becomes unbearable, simply tell him, give me a moment while I go and get changed into my special unholy black clothing. With the help of heaven, the time it takes to prepare yourself will provide sufficient notice for the passion to subside. But let's switch to more positive thoughts. If Rebbe Eli suggests a format to prepare for sin, then certainly we should prepare ourselves prior to doing a mitzvah. How often does a mitzvah come our way which we perform haphazardly and perfunctorily? Mitzvahs are our opportunities to connect with Hashem. We really need to make sure that we're sufficiently prepared. When we daven, we should be dressed appropriately. When we bench, we should take the time to think about what we're saying. Whatever you're planning to do in life, for better or worse, the key to spiritual success is to act in a calm and considered manner. Once you reflect on and prepare for your activity, the result is bound to be vastly different than had you acted impetuously and thoughtlessly. May you forever give your yates a the upper hand by giving the right consideration to every action in which you engage, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Dafyomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Dafyomi global movement, there's something in the transformative Daf for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Daf with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of Simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative DAF is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative DAF.